Big Stories of the Day. Hashtag SAFM Sunrise. It's 11 minutes past seven. You're with SAFM. John Kerrick in for Stephen Curtis. Good morning to you. Uh, let's get an update on the Kirsten Clayt murder accused bail hearing. This is still just the bail hearing. Uh, Kirsten Clayt's investigating officer believes the attack took just eight minutes. Day four of the accused bail's application in the Alexandra Magistrates Court. Let's talk to legal expert, advocate Romeo Ntabeleni. Romeo, good morning to you. What have you made from yesterday's testimony and, and the goings-on in court? Okay, okay. good morning and uh, thanks for having uh, me. Uh, look, what I, I found a bit strange was that uh, the, the accused himself took a stand you know, uh, in his you know, bail application mm-hmm. hearing. Uh, normally, when when we do bail applications, uh, they, we 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 do bail applications on affidavit. So for me, uh, that was strange because uh, when he took to the stand, he then implicated himself to the crime, which you no, know, it's not supposed to happen during uh, you know, bail application proceedings. What do you mean? Exactly what I said. Uh, <laughs> How is he implicating himself? <laughs> Yeah, no, no. It, when when he was testifying, he he made an admission to say that the part of the crime that he accept is that is that he took the clothes right. you know, of the deceased person. That is that is an admission that is that that does not happen during a bail application because in a bail application when you are proceeding through an affidavit, you you tell the court the reasons why the court should grant you bail. Mm. That is what happens. When you're doing a bail application. So when you take to the stand and start to implicate yourself, you're making the work of the state very easy. Because when you are charged with a crime, the, no, the, the, the state has a duty to prove their case beyond reasonable doubt. So he took to the stand, he was cross-examined. And during that cross-examination, the state was able to draw the concession that they're going to be able to use in a trial. So don't forget that when he enters into the box, he's testifying under oath. That is very important. Mm-hmm. I think that is what I, I, I picked up you know, uh, during the proceedings of the, uh, the bail, bail you know, hearing. I, I'm not a, an advocate in any way, and that's why we get somebody like you on, so that you can explain this to us, mm-hmm. advocate. Uh, it seems very informal, this bail hearing. It's, it seems, uh, it, I always imagine court to be more formal when you're doing these kind of questioning. This was almost like, like freelance, like just throwing words out there and, and getting questions and answers like a conversation. Yeah, no, no, no. Uh, that, hence, that I, 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 no, I statement when i started to say right no when you when you if you see all high profile matters you can we can give an example with the matter of oscar pretorius yes. we can give a, an example with the matter of my uh, good man you will never see an accused person taking a stand you know to testify mm. and i'm sure that uh, given my experience also no, no 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 in court that the court has informed him about the provisions of section 60 11 BC. I'll tell you what it says. It says that when an accused person elects to take a stand, the court will warn him that the information that is going to you know, stay in that particular in those proceedings will be used against him in trial. So I'm sure that the court informed him that you know, like that. And your observation is correct to say it looked very informal because the accused took a stand and you know, you know, decided to testify mm. in bail proceedings, which is a very you no know, you know, rare. 
uh, no feet. Is is he being? I don't know if you know this. Is he being uh, advised correctly by his representation? I, I, I wouldn't venture you know, into in, in, into into that field because I don't know what strategy they've uh, you know, adopted in right. terms of how they are going to actually represent him and the merits of the case in terms of you know, you know, you know what what they they did in consultation with him. So what I know, which is important, is that you know, you know, the the concessions that he made. I have, have have given the you know, the state half of the job that they're mm-hmm. supposed to do to link him with that particular crime. The state is going to say, you know, when they argue, you were not, you didn't come to the crime scene after the fact. You are the one who actually, you know, committed the crime. You cannot only be there when you were taking the clothes and say that you find found this person actually deceased. We we are going to testify that you 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 are not a truthful witness. And if they can get DNA evidence to actually link him. Then he he's going to suffer a double jeopardy of you know you know not having you know, made it for bail and also getting a conviction mm. at the end of the trial. So that's what we avoid to actually put the accused in the stand you know, during the bail application. That is the reasons we don't do that. We prepare a proper substantive application in an affidavit format and present it to the court and reserve the rights of the accused person no no not to say anything to avoid implicating himself in a crime which happened in this in the in this matter yeah the defense is saying that he's only implicated himself in taking the t-shirt which is a 250 rand theft but uh, as you say it's an issue yes. uh, advocate just quickly one of the important things that's come out that i've seen with this is the importance of cctv and the amount of evidence yes. from cctv as opposed to eyewitnesses which we saw in the Oscar Pistorius trial for example how important is mm. cctv are they are they credible and is that with these cameras going up is that changing the way courts are, are looking at evidence yeah look at the evidence of cctv still has to it, it is recorded by someone else you know and then that person who has recorded the cctv footage still has to be called to, to court to you know testify right and then and then and then determine the veracity of that evidence but the court is obviously accepting this evidence because it assists the court in you know, uh, you know uh, uh, arriving to certain conclusions because this is evidence that is, you know, the court can be able to view and see. Advocate Romeo Ntambeleni, thank you very much. Legal expert helping us uh, breaking down some of the arguments that Kirsten Clates made uh, bail accused.